hate that. Hate it. Got back in the car. Range. 22 miles. Fuck. Don't mind getting fuel. That's not my objection. My objection is forgetting to bear that in mind as I'm two seconds, just get out of the space. As I'm de-kitting at the end of the day, getting back to the car, thinking, here we go. And then get in the car. Fuck. Oh, really don't like it. Don't like it. Shaving valuable seconds off my time. I'll do sort of an F1 pit stop. Nightmare. Let's move some things around quickly. I can go there. I can go there. Good lord, it's warm. It is so hot. I rarely have the aircon on close to full blast for the whole day, but I think that was that was about it today. You know, the aircon is so it's blasting so hard you can't actually hear the the radio. I mean, I wear an earpiece and I've got it cranked up inside the car because. It, I'm driving around in my own little wind tunnel. Just trying to adjust. There we go. Shit numbers as well for this weather. Really shit numbers. Like properly shit. So we're we're 90% below today. 90%. For a good five or six hours I was the only officer in the borough mental I thought as well, when I was when I was out and about on my own I was cutting around to jobs as well, as well. It wasn't it wasn't routine patrols I was doing bits and pieces and It changes your, well, at least for me anyway, and I think for, I think I'd probably speak for my team as well. It changes the demeanour, changes the way you police. Um, it puts you in in a defensive function. I think, sort of driving around, gripping the steering wheel at ten and two, waiting for that that call to come in. You're sort of constantly poised ready to when is this whole load of shit going to hit the fan not if when now I have to say we did hold it together just today there are a few there are a few odd moments I came across a a fight in the high street and went to hit my radio as I I pulled up and there's a load of argy-bargy going on and um when I hit my radio and I thought what, why am I bothering here what, what's the point <laughs> there's you know you can drag somebody over from somewhere else but they've got their own problems and by the time they get here uh, even driving nice and progressively it's, it's, it's going to be one and done isn't it this what I'm dealing with but I did put up for you know I put the job up and said I've come across this and somebody did did get out to me reasonably quickly and it all fizzled out anyway it was all a mouth and trousers job. Um, 
and whereas if you've got you've got a reasonable amount of staff you know you get in the office before and you think yeah well, go out and do a bit shall we we'll, you know get the cameras firing and go and take a few statics and we get the we we'll get the car set on a back to back channel and you know you, try and do what you join up to do which is disrupt bad people um, you, you, you're given that you've got that little bit of license for proactivity whereas when you've you got no when you want the numbers you think it's not is it really a responsible thing for me to be doing to be putting myself on a on a vehicle stop because I've got something something's telling me that this might be worth a sniff I, I'd probably not of course if it's if it's readily apparent that the vehicle subject in question needs dealing with it well you know light it up and do what you've got to do but when you when you haven't got anyone I'm not I'm not spinning people through just for fun uh, yeah, you're sort of again poised in that defensive posture waiting for something to, to happen. You feel a bit like a like a prey animal. It's not Yeah, not fun. Uh, not not the style of policing I like. I like that I like the flip side of that coin. Where you can get out there and move and shake a little bit and go to where the nice people are. Problem is of course you sort of limp limp on through these days and as we did today, got to the end of it and thought, wow, there you go. No one's died and they haven't died yet. And anyway, that's that's nice, that's their problem, so. Toodaloo, motherfuckers. Um, but I worry that, that sort of gives the impression that this is this is working. You know, I, it's a problem. It's a problem in that I I try to fight my old British instinct of, of moaning. I mean, it, it must be coded in the bones of this island race because we are so fucking good at the moaning. I mean, I make a conscious effort not to do it and I still, 19 times a day, hey, what the fuck is this? Fucking wibbles, mate. Wibbles. I'm fucking dealing with this shit. Man. Deal with their own fucking problems. I'm shit. At 19, 19 to 25 times a day on average. Uh, and I I try not to... This is the point I was coming to. I, tr- I try not to do that to the skipper. I try not to... I've got colleagues who, whenever a job is allocated, it's, oh, you've fucking seen this, Sergeant. Uh, come on. Dear, this is bullshit. Look at this the job from last week. See that the other way around? There's nothing to run with here. Yeah, but he's allocated you the job, pal. So, let's, you know, at least do, you know, do a little bit of tokenistic policing. Um, and I get it. I I know that they're they're often raising good points, but it's on your doorstep now, isn't it? So, trying to call the delivery driver back and say, "Oh, sorry, I." It's, it's, it's done. I think 
at that point when the job's allocated you got you got to run with it and then 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 I think you get a bit more you get a bit more leash to say actually skip this is this is a load of old pony and uh, probably going to bin it in the next seven minutes so I because it makes me cringe maybe it doesn't maybe it doesn't bother other people actually maybe it's just me being a bit sensitive to it I think it, it grates on me when other people do it so I, I try not to do it to the skipper and I I worry that, that, that that phenomenon is extrapolated northward so the skipper is thinking probably won't bother the boss about that I know it's a load of old shit um, but I probably won't bother the boss by it I mean, difficult difficult situation some of the best best governor I ever had she was ferocious upwards great to us Um, do you know what this is probably the only the only boss I've had that I would I would say this about actually Um, which is again another another note of concern but anyway, she was great. She had your your welfare, your interests, front and centre. And she had no quibbles about making enemies above herself if it meant that the the welfare of her officers was was safeguarded. Really, really good. Um, problem with that she's probably going to wear those pips for the rest of her career I think she's made I think she's made such a name for herself as this sort of bulldog inspector that the powers that be I would, I would assume are thinking eh, this is probably a bit probably a bit much to be bringing into our senior management meetings probably leave her at that tier 2 level um, I don't know I, I'm so removed from that that area of this world that I it's probably irresponsible for me to speculate really but that, that's certainly the, the impression I get the word on the grapevine where was I uh, I was talking about staffing I wanted to mention that briefly, actually. Well, the, the thing I wanted to uh, talk about today was um, strange observation. Took me took me by surprise. So we had a job recently where uh, let's do the bare bones a bit. So young victim is attacked by older group of uh, males, but who are themselves still youths. So. It's, Youth on youth crime. And we've got victim, honestly, 12, 12, 13, and suspects towards the latter of the, of the teenage years. And it's at one of the, the local outdoor social spots in the, in the manner of which I police in which I police and 
they've singled this young lad out, given him a real tough time, and kicked the shit out of him. He's the, the overall gestalt. And then left him uh, sort of coughing and spluttering. And he's managed to phone police, and we've gone and area searched. And I want to take a statement for a colleague today. And the MO was pretty much identical. So there were there were other details within this original job that I've, I've not disclosed for the, the purposes of anonymity, but they they married exactly with the MO of the suspects in this job I was taking a statement for today, as well as the more uh, the, the, the macro detail that I've, that I've given you was all the same as well. I bet it's the same group, same area. It's got to be the same group, about two days apart. Um, so, you know, saying the same sort of things, um, uh, making uh, influence, influence to the same type of implements concealed about their person, uh, behaving in the same way. And it was particularly around the things they said. That, that was what I wanted to talk about. They they did something that I I'd forgotten this phenomena, and it was something I was aware of when I was young, when I was a kid myself, sort of through my teenage years, and maybe slightly before that. Uh, but, but through the through the school age, secondary school age years, particularly aware of this this strange thing that that people uh, in my experience ex- exclusively young males do and that is they they don't just select their victim and then pounce on that individual kick the shit out of him and give it legs away there's always this kind of theatre before it's this sort of dance back and forward And within that, within that sort of game of charades, they, they 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 force a narrative into the situation where they they paint the victim as a kind of aggressor. And they do it in a really crude way that n- no one who was a witness or hears about the events would believe that the the victim was in fact the aggressor, but. I think there's still there's still an interesting reason or an interesting hypothesis as to the reason why they do this that I'm, I'm trying to excavate from my mind. So I'm not going to tell you what they said or did, um, again, with those obligations to uh, keeping the job as anonymous as possible. But I'm going to talk about a couple of my own experiences that that first revealed to me this strange thing that young males who are seeking to be violent to other young males do. So, I'll tell you, so a couple of things, there's maybe three or four instances. Now I should say, as a caveat, I had a pretty good run through this sort of thing. I was never bullied. Um, I seemed to be able to weave my way through that nonsense because I was... I think I sort of was reasonably funny. I could, I, I could, 
crack jokes and people and, and not that you know I wouldn't someone wouldn't come over and say give me your lunch money and I'll say three men walk into it I, that's not what I did I more had I had a sort of reputation for making people laugh and doing doing things that are a little bit outrageous that garnered some respect among the uh, among the among the thuggish classes um, so that that sort of so I'll give you an example just to flesh this out so I had a dinner lady um, whose son was at the same school as me and this is the sort of shit I would it's not even funny thinking back on it but I, I would call her instead of her name Mrs. Surname I would call her Mrs. Dale's mum the lad was called Dale so and this I, I think I made her laugh one day uh, uh, I did it she said why you know what call me that said, Mrs. Dale's mum Dale's mum Mrs. Dale's mum um, and uh, it was more one of those things that probably because I was, I was young and I just repeat this repeat this thing um, or shout it across the playground so if I saw her out down the shop Mrs. Dale's mum alright um, I just made her laugh and anyway, uh, there was one <coughs> one instance where I'm walking across a roundabout with a couple of my mates, and Dale, the lad in question, he was a bit of a bit of a ruffian, and he was with his sort of cohort of goons. I assume that's the, the appropriate vernacular. And they've approached us, and it's you can see the way this is going. And then suddenly Dale spots it's me. And he goes, "Oh no, that's that's it. I named it." Uh, he said, no, no, he's funny and that, isn't he? He's funny. He chats to my mum. Leave it, leave it. It's funny. And they sort of looked and said it a bit more and they eventually decided, oh, fuck it, we're not going to bother this kid then because Dale's giving him the big thumbs up. Stand by, stand by. But I've just, I've just pulled in to get fuel. I'll grab this and then I'll be back with you. Adjusted the mic slightly, that... Hopefully you're not getting that crackle, that interference. It's just wearing the mic on the, like an earphone. It's just crackling against the, uh, it's the old wicking shirt. Um, where was I? Mrs. Dale's mum. Yeah. It used to crack me up at the time. I'm quite the comedian. Uh, I can't, yeah, I can't really see the comedic thread now. Oh, do come on. Two sex guys. Foot down to get out of here. Right. So that was how I, yeah, had a reasonable run at school. Didn't didn't get into too much bother, uh, and even in, in quite quite a few situations where things were were looking to escalate. Uh, actually, because of I was known as a sort of class idiot. Um, it, it somehow granted me a pass, but there were some occasions where I had, yeah, more more difficult situations, and and several of them stand out because the people involved in them, uh, the people that uh, I've had a scrap with, or that just uh, plain and simple filled me in, they used the same the same mo. As, as this group that we've just had at work over the last couple of weeks. So, oh, the bloody mic has fallen again. Two seconds, sorry. 
square this up. There we go, that might be better. Right. We'll see how that goes. I'm not, I'm not holding out a lot of hope at this point. I need to get one of these lapel mics, don't I? But it's on the list. Right. Totally lost my thread now. Oh yeah. The MO of these geezers and the the, the stuff that happened to me. So couple of the stories a couple of stories spring to mind the first one uh, this is more this is a cleaner cut example than the second one I'll, I'll say but so I'm at school I'm in the playground and I must be year nine around that ballpark and uh, we me and my mates have got those you know those frube yogurts tubey yogurt things we got them, we're doing this thing where we're, we're putting them on the floor and jumping on them and they explode. Sometimes they don't explode fully or, or they, you get a little break in them and then you have to give it one more with both feet and you get this nice sort of shower of, uh, of yoghurt. And you, you, you can imagine the uh, analogous fun that 14 year old boys have with that, that, sort, of, uh, that sort of rumpus. So. The gods of fortune <laughs> send a year seven sort of toddling across the firing line of my fruit, unbeknownst to me. So I'm skyward, come down, land on this thing, shoots out, and just covers this kid. And he had a he had like long curly hair, and it was all in his hair. Oh fuck's sake. Um, so there was a there's a group of these older lads. Year, I think there must be year eleven kids, um, and one of them was in particular was very well known as a right old wrong and good friend of Dale's, by the way. Just to flesh out the story a bit more, and uh, of course I'm saying, "Oh, sorry, mate, I didn't." didn't mean to do that I, yeah it wasn't intentional and he's just very quiet not not saying anything and um, this lad comes over we need to give him a name I think we'll call him Ollie we'll call him Ollie there was no one at my school called Ollie but let's go with Ollie so he comes over and says oh yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to paraphrase all this but you know something like that oh, wasn't very nice and I I knew it because of the, the second incident I'm going to tell it happened before this um, and there, there's, there was one more before that as well and as soon as he started talking this way I knew what was going to happen said, yeah that wasn't very nice and uh, I I can't remember what I've said back but I've, we've basically come to a head where he's, he's saying stuff like you know easier seven you're, you're older than him that's uh, how he would have phrased it but he's saying he's saying that's not that's not fair. Now, just so we're all on the same page, I'm sure you've made this inference, but 
Ollie doesn't give a fuck about this, you said. He doesn't. He doesn't care. What Ollie's trying to do? Sorry. Ollie is building a narrative, wherein he's got some justification to put my head in a bin. It gets to a point where he's saying, "You should apologise to him." I said, "I have. A, I have apologised to him." He says, "I don't believe you." We go back and forth like this, where Ollie is essentially accusing me of lying, and I'm. I'm shitting myself, but I'm thinking, what's my mum going to think if I don't do something? Uh, or at least not not bow down to this bloke. And so I'm I'm saying, I've, I've already apologised to him. It was an accident. I'm not apologising again. Um, you'd have to build in the year nine language around that, but that's, that's basically what I'm saying. And he, he keeps going, you know, uh, say sorry, da, da, da. and then... As he's saying it, he's getting more and more worked up. He's getting more and more angry. Um, and we go back and forth and back and forth. But he just reaches a crescendo and then he's grabbed hold of me and headbutted me. And it was a classic school fight. is isn't really a fight. It's a it's one or two strikes. There was one in this case, the headbutt, and then it's just a a clinch drag to the ground and then some someone's got hold of us and and pulled us apart so it was your classic uh yeah playground fight that doesn't doesn't last very long second incident was it was prior to this um so this one i've got one of these um at a time i was Maybe it's maybe a year previously. It's around around the same age. Um, I've got one of these. Uh, we used to call them buffs. I think they're called snoods now. But we, I think the brand when we when we had them was called buffs. We all all my mates had them. You could like they were like face masks. And you could make them into little sort of I don't know. You could you could wear them on your wrist and you know what I mean. It's a snood. So I had one of these, but it was actually my sister's. It was bright pink. And I, I think I'd, I think I'd half inched it for a bring something pink to school day, and then I failed to adhere to the returns policy. So, older lad again with his mates comes over and he takes it from me. I think I was wearing it on my head. I didn't make a habit of that, by the way. I, I think I'm dicking around at the time or something, but. Either or, this older lad, we call this one, uh, yeah. it's no really need to preserve his anonymity, is there? I mean, the odds of this bloke ever finding out, or whatever. Uh, we'll call him Wayne, right? That was much more like the names of the kids that went to my school, Wayne. So Wayne takes this uh, snood, this buff, as we used to call it, off my head. And just walks away really casually. And I stop immediately in my tracks, look back and forth to my mates, for fuck's sake. Um, now, Wayne was a bit more of a roadman than uh, than the previous fellow, what do we call him, Ollie. Um, I had much, a much greater reservation approaching him than I did with that, answering back to that, to that Ollie. He was, um, he, was, he, was, he was quite well known as a violent individual in my uh, 
in my school hierarchical structure. So instantly think, for fuck's sake. Um, and the reason I'm thinking that is ordinarily, given Wayne's reputation, I would have left that. I would have gone, right, well, that's, that's that done. Let's just move on with our lives and try and <coughs> replenish this testosterone that's been mugged from me. But I knew I had to go and get that back. It was my sister's, and I couldn't bear the thought of going home and saying to my sister, that Wayne fella took your, took your buff, and I didn't, I didn't get it back. Um, so I went back, and I mean, this was not, <laughs> this was not an assertive approach from me. I think I was, I mean, the way I imagine it is I'm staring down, twiddling one set of toes into the floor, sort of, yeah, wait, I'll, I'll, it's all possible when you're done with it. I should get my buff back, please. Um, and, uh, He's, his reply, it's going to have to be worse to the effect of, was, this is mine. This is mine. Why are you, why are you trying to take my stuff? So I'm, I'm more confused than when, what do we call him, Ollie, did this uh, later on. Because I, I, I hadn't quite got to grips with this little theory. Or this, or this way of being, didn't really theorise about it. I just identified it as a as a as a mode of behaviour. Yeah, this is mine. Yeah, why are you trying to take my stuff? And I'm saying oh, it's not it's not yours. It's my it's my sister's. And then he's accusing me of lying. Why are you fucking lying? Um, I'm saying please. I just it's my sister's. I need it back. Um, I, I can't can't let you have that, it's, it's, it's mine, and he's working up and up and up, just like Ollie, he's getting more and more aggressive, until, um, I think, I think he pushes me to begin with, and then I, I knew, I knew going over there that this is a fight, there's no way I'm talking him out of possessing that item this is this is going to be a fight so the whole the whole time I'm I'm not hanging on to any hope that oh maybe he'll just hand it back and bake me an apple pie I know this is this is going to end up with us giving it the old Queensby rules so I think as soon as he pushes me I've just jumped at him and grabbed hold of something and started Swing. It was. I mean, I dread to think what this this would have looked at. What this would have looked like. So you see the same the same sort of weird, crude narrative building in those those two examples. And I could, I could do a few more, but I think those those ones are quite quite pronounced and they they make the point reasonably well. And these lads that. Um, Attack these young kiddies. They they did exactly the same thing. They they if they just if they just wanted to attack somebody, if they just wanted to be violent. Well, approach someone and be violent. That's but that's not what they do. That's not what this this type of person does. They they build a kind of story, or they or they or they smash a kind of story into 
into the situation. Um, so with with the lad with the yogurt all over him, it was because I hadn't I, I hadn't apologised. Therefore, I was I was in the wrong, and therefore he had some justification for nutting me in the face. And with uh, with Wayne and uh, and the buff, he told himself a story that he owned this item and that someone was trying to take it from him, and that justified the violence he was about to deliver. And it was, yeah, it was quite a lot of violence on that on that occasion. I remember that one coming home, and I think my dad saw my face first, and um, it, I had like a bruise in the middle of the cheek, but the, all, the rest of the, the left side of my face had gone like a yellow color. Um, I remember my dad just saying, wait till your mum sees that. Um, yeah, that wasn't a that wasn't a good day. That, it, it, yeah, it really yeah, he did some good work. Um, anyway, the I thought so. I thought today about what, what, why, and I, I'd completely forgotten this. I'd completely forgotten this way of this way of approaching a violent interactions because these these people have. I'm assuming they have the intent. They, they're going into this situation seeking violence and they're, they're going to they're going to steer the moment in, in, in whichever warped way is required to to arrive at the point of a violent exchange and it's interesting to me that it always or it seems anyway, it seems to always form around this idea of making the violence they're about to deliver in some way just. Um, trying to attribute some kind of weird, half-baked morality to, to what they're doing. I, I, I honestly believe that when young males are behaving this way, they they are reaching for some some way to, to to counterbalance the guilt that would might otherwise ensue. They're, they're, they're trying to even if it's simply an advertisement to to their mates, or, or or maybe it's not. Maybe it's some maybe it's it's something shallower than that, just in themselves. I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know the the. I can't I can't speculate as to the inner workings of that, but it's. It's quite clear to me that that same pattern is is occurring um, in these young males that do this. That they they don't just want to leap out of a bush and ki That's not what they're into. They 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 are into that that theatre. This where they're allocating the role of the victim and then flipping it into um, you are somebody who is who is worthy of my my violence um, it's interesting because I, I, I feel that it's as though in a perverse manner the decency of those people or maybe we'd say that the decency of the human animal is sort of trying to punch through their uh their, their desire to hurt people uh, 
and and have dominion over people. Um, and it makes me now, as, a, as an adult, looking back at this, I sort of want to take these young males to one side and say, you know that that desire for dominion you have, you know, that desire you have to stand over another man and have the honestly held belief that I've in this moment I've conquered this individual because that's that is what is going on with these with these kids. There's the, with the, the the two jobs that we've got, there's no motive. It's not a robbery. They didn't take anything. This is this is this is for the the sensation of the event itself. Um, and I think that I think the two examples that I gave from my own life, they marry exactly with that. Those two lads gained nothing in material terms from my from being violent towards me nothing and yet it was still worth their while and that has to speak to the the desire in young males for for power and dominion status and hierarchy over other males sorry I took a took a bend and I'm, I'm pretty sure this bend guffed the syntax of that that last uh, that last sentence but anyway just pull up here for a second so I, yeah I, I, I want to take these young males and say because I was I, I had this as well I had the same thing I just I didn't I had the moral constraint of well, my mum really done that sort of thing. I never did anything like that to, to anyone. I, um, I wasn't exactly a, a, an angelic child. I did. I, I pushed boundaries way too far uh, on several occasions, but not those type of boundaries. I didn't. I didn't. Um, I was never violent to anyone in, in that in that way. That sort of totally un, unprovoked and, and for its own for its own sake. Um, but I did have that impulse. I did, I would sort of, I had a strange kind of admiration to young, young males within my sort of social class who had that, had that status. I, I can remember them very clearly. Like I remember the, the, the bloke I've called Wayne on this, on this podcast. I remember him very clearly. Um, there was a couple of others that stand out that even now I, 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 I can feel the revenants I once had for them. Don't, don't don't share that with the younger version of me of course but I still remember how that felt and I and I wanted there were there were things going on that I I couldn't explain um, and I, I and I think those those young males could do with somebody pulling them to one side and saying this so this is what I was working towards you know there is a space where you can exercise this desire and you can do it in a just way. We've got a we've got a cage or a mat that you could come into and you could slap bump with somebody and you can you can do this day after day. There are there are people who are who are as into violence and as into that that search of dominion over another person as you are. Now of course the the, the, the beautiful irony of this is the second you move into that world you 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 cannot help but be humbled so that that um, what 
what might what might seem to be a kind of uh, bowed up expression of uh, uh, of outrageous masculinity in in the first instance actually actually gets converted to um, a really pure humility after you have any 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 kind of exposure to that world because you you will soon realize that you're not the only person out here who just realized how far the mic's dropped down that that may be a problem for the audio quality of this so i do apologize um but where was i sorry uh, yeah you may be a person that that likes violence and enjoys enjoys fighting other people but you are not alone there is there are millions like you and you can anytime you want there are spaces you can go to where we suspend the normal rules about physical interactions and within within set parameters that are that are fairly uh, that are fairly broad you can be seriously violent to one another um, and you can you can have a space to to express that part of yourself to um, to to let it breathe to to not to not have it constrained by needing to 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 pick somebody you 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 think is not going to provide you any kind of contest or pick a location where you're not going to be seen um, and that you can exit from promptly so you're not collared by the gathers you don't need to do any of that if you enjoy this type of violence if you enjoy violence in general um, then there is a space wherein you can exercise that and that, and actually just as I say just to underline that point the the humility that is heaped onto somebody who comes into that world it it has a purifying effect on that that desire that, that young men have um, I think more should be done to promote those promote those spaces now of course you you could have you and you probably do have uh, young men who simply want to uh, prey on the on the weak and vulnerable and they actually don't want to stand on a mat and go toe to toe with somebody who who is saying yeah i'm i'm here for exactly the same thing buddy let's let's get this done i they're out there uh, of course there are there are vindictive sociopathic individuals who who enjoy that sort of thing uh, but i i suspect there is a large cohort that would actually They would find their their impulses impulses and desires civilized by that consensual violence forum. The one thing you can't do. What isn't an appropriate response to this to this phenomena, is say to young men, "Well, you, you have to repress that that desire you have to." Uh, uh, to conquer another person, to take dominion over another individual, to fight somebody, to be violent. Um, what you have to do is you have to eradicate that from your personality, box it up somewhere, put a big 
chain and lock around that box and never speak about it again. That is a terrible idea. This... The, the force that you're talking about is, is to a large degree... Uh, let's be careful here. You are not going to, at the 200,000 year mark in our evolution, actually, this is way before that, because it's not something that's, that's unique to, uh, to the human. This is it's something that... It's bound to our, to our evolutionary chronology. You can't, you can't get away from this. Um, this is what, speaking in general terms, this is what young men are. Um, you, we collectively, you must find a way of civilizing it, uh, of weaponizing it for good. Uh, you, you can't, you can't say to young men, stop being what you are. It's it's a naive way to to deal with that impulse, and it it doesn't achieve your objective because the the, the people who would make that suggestion their objective is is the same as mine a peaceful society where people are not victimized that's exactly what i want as well i want i want that i want a civil and just society where people are free from non-consensual violence but the i i would hypothesize i would submit to you uh, that the the route there is not through uh, the eradication of uh, an emotional and psychological system that has been present for within our within our <coughs> species and the preceding species for millennia. You won't you won't get rid of this. You you need to find a space. We as a as a as a culture as a civilization need to find a space. Need to find a a, a mechanism for for channeling that 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 desire that is that is apparently present in young in young men. That is it for today, my friends. Um, bit of a weird one. Took me by surprise. Um, anyway, I shall wrap it up. I'll speak to you soon. Look after each other. Stay safe. Bye-bye for now.